You know, fellas, I told you guys a long time ago that I have been waiting uh, for this thing to clear up. One of the first stops I'm going to make is at a tattoo uh, parlor here. I want I got some things I want to finish up and some things I want to add. And I guess so right now, I've been looking around on Instagram, looking mm-hmm. at different artists and looking at their work and seeing. I have time to pull it all together. So when I go in there, I know exactly what I want and have an idea of what. You know how much time I'm looking at, you know? Um, right. One of the most popular things that are happening in 2020 is, you guessed it, people are, okay, tattoo artists say they can't book the people, fa- like they can't book uh, fast enough. People are wanting to get rid of their racist tattoos. Saying that, that, that's, Yeah, that makes sense. I, I see that now. Yeah, think about it, man. Like in 2020, um, here's a guy that had from the back of his knees, this is on the back of his legs, on, from the back of his li- uh, knee all the way down his ankle said white pride. And he had that replaced with a very nice type of a rose type of deal on one side and some kind of a dagger with a snake that's smiling. I don't know. I don't know what that smiling snake mean, but at least he's not mad. Do you, Do you feel like this? Uh, this is only because they want a job, or is it because that they truly believe that they changed and they don't have this racist ideology anymore? Well, I think the fact that they're willing to remove it is a positive. I. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not gonna yeah. go. In, I'm not gonna go any further. I don't see white pride anymore. Now I see some artwork. I, I can't. The fact that you took the step to get rid of them, I'll, I'll take that and whatever story you want to put with it is good with me. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it doesn't matter. It, yep, if it's gone, matter. it's gone. Yeah. Um, I've had I've known guys. I've had guys that I would consider friends and still consider friends that have had uh, Confederate flag tattoos. Uh, you know. I've known people that have gotten stuff covered. I know stuff that let it, people that have let things, that, like you wouldn't have known unless you asked them or you saw it and go, oh, that's weird. What does that mean? Hmm, let me Google that. Do you think you've ever befriended somebody or knew somebody that had something like that or was a part of like a neo-Nazi or like some white supremacist group and then years later they changed their ideology and you had a conversation with them without even knowing that they were like that? Oh, oh yeah, Um most definitely, most definitely. I actually worked with a guy in college when I was at FAMU. At when I worked, I worked at Winn Dixie. He was the meat man. <laughs> no, not no relation to the meat man. Who was, was the direct opposite? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was the direct opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, me and that guy got along really well, uh, and I worked there with him for years. And he one day he told me that he says, "Man, I used to be in the Klan," and I was like, "Wow!" and I was more, it was more hard, it was harder for me to believe that he was ever in the Klan than the fact that he was in the Klan. And we talked about it one time and he told me about how he grew up and then he told me how he grew out of it and he learned that he grew up, the way he grew up wasn't right and said that he, I don't know, he just told me and we still continued to be friends. He was a great guy. Oh wow! I was still. It was like I was shocked. Like, nah, man, you wasn't no clan. Come on, yeah, you juggling. Yeah, you just like yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they're like, come, hey, let me show you my hood. Nah, I want to see the hood. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. You sound. I knew you sounded a little clanny. Clanny. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> just a tad bit. 
<laughs> you don't want nothing to do with that. No, I think you can. See, I guess what I'm saying, it's it's easy to try to, like, like these people that are getting the tattoos changed, it's easy to try to, like, throw some other narrative out. But I think, uh, JR, that sometimes you got to let people, you got to understand that it takes a lot for people to, to change and a lot for people to take steps in that direction, too. And I think you need to support that. Because once you start questioning them, then they may start questioning, like, well, you're right. Why am I getting rid of my white pride? The, yeah. the, the, the other thing is, I, and it's not the majority, but I think there's, there's a big enough uh, section of people that fall into that kind of stuff out of a fear of self-preservation. Yes. It never really, it's like people that join gangs because they know if they're not a part of it, they're going to be the victim of it. And yes. they don't never really buy into it. And then once they are able to move away from that that part of life or those those people or that region then they want to get it taken care of are, are they gain control of their own they they really find out who they are right 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 and they go i'm not my parents i'm not that upbringing i'm not this community right. i'm something else let me get the hell out of here yeah right yeah and may have always known that but just didn't have the courage to, 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 to break away or the means to break away and, and from most it. people don't have the will to break away right it's easier to just stick with your comfort than to do you know anything that you want that's going to be like that's going to take progress that's going to be progress actual progress it, it's going to be kind of hard it's going to be the right. harder way to go yes absolutely yeah, it's always I, easy. Yeah, go ahead. I tell I tell you this, I I get sent away for a long stretch. I'm becoming Muslim. <laughs> I, I'm joining the Muslim Brotherhood. Trust me on you that. Know, I always thought, what side would I take to if I went in? Now you got to realize, every side is just as gangster. I, I know, but it seemed like the <laughs> seemed like people are less inclined to mess with the Muslim Brotherhood behind bars. All right, Mo, let me help you out here now. The Muslim Brotherhood behind bars also do not allow you can't drink any hooch. Man, you think I'm trying to drink toilet wine? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. That Mo, gives me a Mo, reason to say, Mo, no, I'm good. Let me, let me tell you this, Mo, and this is the truth. Some of that toilet, some of that prison hooch Will uh, rival, will rival some of the stuff you got at your house right now. Nah, bro. Okay. No, you might not believe it, but let me tell you what the best alcohol is—the one you can get. Yeah, all right, all right. I can't argue with that. <laughs> the glass in your hand. Exactly. Exactly. I won't argue with I'll that. never tell you, man. I can't stand this drink. I'll never tell you that. Yeah. Don't hate on a man liquor if you're drinking it or his weed if you're smoking it. Exactly. Or his wife if you're having sex with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are we talking about here? Are we talking about, we, got, we got a couple of calls about I know. Thing. I see I yeah. see the calls up there. Did we do the crazies? Yes, we did do the crazies. Man, that was crazy. Yep. Let's talk to Matt on line two. Mm-hmm. What's up, y'all? Hey, Matt, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. <clears throat> I, um, I kind of grew up with an experience like y'all were just describing where I had really racist uh, people, you know, from the older elders, basically. Um, I grew up in East Houston, East Texas, and my uncle and grandmother, I mean, we're talking, like, I never saw the hood, but if there was one in the closet, I wouldn't have been surprised. I mean, these were, these were openly racist people, you know, um, and try to, try to push that stuff on you. But it never worked on me because 
I was <laughs> I was going to school and I was getting my butt whooped in every way by black kids. I mean, in in Houston, I had girls that were better at me in uh, academically. Uh, they they outperform me in sports. So when someone's trying to push a white supremacist agenda, and then you're seeing the reality that I ain't, I, you know, I'm not any better than anybody. It just never worked. You know what I'm saying? Well, it seems like kind of like y'all are stupid and old. It's it's interesting that you say you were getting the message of uh, hate at home, and then you're having you having you getting beat up by black kids at school. That seems like it would make you hateful. No, no, no. I'm not saying beat up. I'm not saying beat up. Like, oh, whoop. I thought, oh, I'm I saying, saying like academically. Yeah, acad- he was saying were, he was getting beat oh, academically. Oh, yeah. man, I thought you like, meant beat. Like, I'm sorry, man. I'll be on a physical level. No, no, I'm saying in my school, some of the best performing students <laughs> academically, um, sports, everything, were, were black people. Mostly I, I black it. women, actually. Um, right. That actually, and I... Oh they yeah, they were smarter. Run. They were doing better in the spelling bee. Their their papers were better than mine. Dude, the black women would run in circles around all of us. Yeah. So mm. how do you? It just doesn't work when you go to school and you see the reality. You're like, I couldn't do that. You right. know? Yeah. <laughs> it it just never worked. But I do have a warning for for you from those days. Um, the same uncle that I'm describing was a Democrat, mm-hmm. and he would have been like all up on y'all my brother my brother trying yeah. to be cool pandering when you hear somebody pander you need to watch that man oh oh the, the ones that, the are, ones that panders are the racist are, people they're the worst yep. they are the worst hey matt thanks oh. for sharing your story man yes sir all right man take it easy Bye. all right Shall we take one? We we late for one. Or we got we got time for one more. We got one more. Yeah. Let's talk to Brian on line three. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, Brian, how you doing? Hey, pretty good. Uh, so we talked last week um, about w- when you posed the question: Can racist people ever change? Yes. And uh, and I was telling you about me uh, being raised in Virginia as one of the only black people in the in the place. And man, like like what you your story that you were saying about the meat man, like mm-hmm. that was my dude Josh growing up. My dude Josh was the same way. Like I, we were friends in school. We we friends to this day. But the same thing, man. He was he was uh, he was raised as a as a uh, as a, I, I would say racist. He had he loved the Confederate flag and all of that stuff. Right. But as we grew, like as we grew, I was able to teach him like, no, this is what this really means and all of that stuff, and show him the real reason of it. So I, I would say, yeah, like I love hearing those stories, man, because people absolutely can change, and without that, we don't have pro- we don't have hope for progress. I think, I think that shows also the strength of y'all friendship. Like even though oh, y'all yeah, had absolutely. these differences, y'all had a bond where y'all could talk through things and reach each other. Absolutely, and I think we need to keep that dialogue up, man. We gotta we gotta keep that dialogue. Not everybody can change, but for the ones that can, we gotta keep it going. Now, 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 Brian, I'm going to tell you this, honestly, just because uh, and Mo, it, Mo and Jr. know this. There are a lot of people. There's some people listening right now that say this conversation that you and I are having is a racist conversation. Absolutely not. How so? We're, we're talking it, about. How, I, I think anything, anytime you bring race up to some people, they don't even get to whether it's a, 
a positive conversation or negative or a story of growth or a personal journey or anything. They just hear the they just hear the components of race and they shut down. And if ever I, I, I've gotten that criticism a lot, they go, well, Kevin, you always turn it racial. And I'm like, how am I turning it racial? It was a Black Lives Matter march. I'm giving you the stat like like no, it doesn't matter. People hear that. And I am one that believes that we need to talk. We need to get together and we can't like hide in a cave and hope when we come out, it's all gone. We got to talk and work it through. A hundred percent, man. And uh, and for those people that believe that way, like it's just a different perspective, but we got to, we got to figure out like, why do you think it's right? Ra- There's nothing wrong with talking about race. Right. Like, we need to promote that. We need to, we got to push it. Keep pushing for it more. All right, Brian, we appreciate it, man. Oh yeah. Likewise. Love y'all, man. Love listening to y'all. Every night. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. You always got good calls, brother. Yeah, it does. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Y'all yeah. have a good one. Yeah, I, I I had to learn to ignore that stuff, man. That's not most of the people I hear. But you just cannot run from things. And I think that has been the problem. There's people running from things. Another problem was what's going on right now in Portland. <laughs> what's going on in Portland? <laughs> Dude, I, you, when you find out, let me know. Because I, I don't to... know how there's anybody that's still left in that city. I'd be gone. <laughs> I have a couple of stories. There's a New York Times article that says why are majority white, why is the majority white Portland so supportive of Black Lives Matter? And then I clicked on it. It was a New York uh, Times, and it said, "Oh, your ten free articles are up." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, don't you hate that?" Yeah. That happens to me all the time. You, every what's but, that? But you know the weird thing is in uh, in Oregon and in uh, in, uh, in uh, Washington, like those states, uh, those northern and western states, uh, right. they have a problem also with white supremacy. So it's, they, it's kind it, of it's they, like a weird they, conundrum. They have a but those people are usually anti-government as well. Oh, gotcha. it, they have a big anti-government problem. You like, know what? They hate the government. You know it's kind of funny. Like they have so much more similarities than they do differences. But it's just who they, they, uh, like you know white supremacists and like people who you know are against the government and, and you know and black lives matter all right well 